Welcome to the Know Like Trust Factor, a podcast for real estate professionals. We're your hosts, Betty Russo and Christine Carlo George. In this podcast, we share what it takes to build the Know Like Trust Factor for success in real estate. We invite marketing strategists, real estate agents, and other professionals in the real estate space to join us to talk about how they use the Know Like Trust Factor in their business. Before we get started, if you like our podcast, we'd love it if you'd subscribe, leave a review, and share it with all of your friends. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. On with the show. Welcome to the Know Like Trust Factor podcast. I'm Christine George. And I'm Betty Russo. We are super excited to be talking with Leslie McRossi today. Leslie is an entrepreneur, busy mom, and real estate matchmaker. She's the broker owner of the Lark Realty Group in Denver, Colorado, and we're going to chat about how she incorporates the know, like, trust factor into her business. Welcome, Leslie. Thank you, ladies. I'm so happy to be here today. I really appreciate it. Hey, Leslie. Hi, Christine. We are so happy to have you here and so excited to have you here. I can't wait to dig in. Me too. It'll be fun. Yeah. So, you know, just a few additional things about Leslie before we, before we take off. Um, I know Leslie, I I watch you on social media all the time. I mean, we're connected on social and I see you coming up often. It's not like I'm I'm digging deep to find you. You're just very present. So um, I know that you have a philosophy of your clients coming first, um, and it shows in everything that you do. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that, um, how your business has grown um, due to how you interact with your clients. And I think that most of your clientele comes from previous clients and people that you know. Is that correct? That is correct. Um And so I think it's relevant, I guess, to kind of back up a little bit that I was in medical sales for 20 plus years. So I have a lot of corporate experience and I've only been in real estate for five years, but I think that having all of those past connections has been really helpful um, to get my business. I originally started buying leads. for about the first six months to one year of my business, but found that none of those panned out. And really all of my business came from people that I already knew. So either if I knew them as a friend or if I worked with them, um, I worked with them in real estate then directly, or they referred me to somebody. So I dumped all of that type of lead generation and really just started to focus on my sphere. And that has come across in a couple of different ways. Um, and I'm really grateful for social media, especially Facebook, because I've lived in a lot of different states. Mm-hmm. And so it's wonderful to be able to stay in contact with a lot of those friends um, that I've made along the way. So, you know, social media has been my outlet to, you know, continue to nurture those relationships and foster some new ones that I really wasn't expecting to get. 
the power of social media. I always say that it's incredible. It's just incredible. There's so many connections that we can have these days that we couldn't, you know, mm-hmm. 20 years ago, because when you weren't in somebody else, somebody's life anymore, because life just takes you on different paths, you just weren't in their life anymore. So right. everything is so much better with social media. <laughs> I agree. I love being able to stay in contact and watch other friends, children grow up. It, some of my friendships are you know, 25 plus years. And so we've, we were pregnant together to marriage. Well, reverse that, but <laughs> um, marriage and children, and now they're off to college. And then, you know, life's transitions start happening and real estate kind of falls right into that where people uh, need to buy or sell a home. And I'm super fortunate that I only work off of referral. Um, it's it's really been amazing. Leslie, can I jump in here for a minute? Because um, I know you were in medical sales. I know you lived in California. You're from Texas. Um, you lived in California, kind of on the, in Southern California and Northern California. You were in medical sales. And then you found your way to Denver. Um, did you, were you an agent before you moved to Denver? And- no, because you've you've only been an agent for five years. Is that right? That's right, mm-hmm. right. And so, yep. Okay, and so so wait, you've been in Denver for ten years. Twenty, no. yeah, twenty. Oh, twenty. Okay, so you were pretty well established in your community before yeah. you became an agent. Yes, I think so. Um, well, I've lived in a variety of different places, so I, you know, kind of in the foothills. Um, I had my child here, so I've, you know, met people that way, you know, when he was in school. Yeah. Uh, and then living in Wash Park is where I really have gotten more involved in the community itself. I'm on the yeah. um, board of the Neighborhood Association as the events chair, Neighborhood Watch and things like that. So I think that's really important. I think that's a really important point because I think, um, when you're involved in your community, whether it's through your, your kid's school or your church or, um, you know, various nonprofit organizations. Um, I know a lot of folks in my community are very involved in the food pantry here. Mm-hmm. You develop a lot of relationships. So can you kind of take us back to when you got into real estate? Tell us why you got into real estate and how those relationships helped your business in the beginning. Hmm. That's a good question. Um, you know, so the last thing I did in my medical sales arena was that I had another business where I was selling refurbished diagnostic equipment, ultrasound equipment to private practice physicians. So that was working well, but then there were some changes in reimbursements. And so physicians were no longer doing imaging in their office, but instead outsourcing it to imaging centers or back to the hospital. So I realized that I needed to make a shift in career (laughs) and, Mm -hmm. you know, 20 years in one industry, I think I was also ready. So, um, I've always had some type of real estate background. My dad was a commercial real estate developer. Um, so I had that experience early on. And then as I was soul searching and trying to figure out what I wanted to do, several friends said, real estate might be great for you because, you're engaging and you have this professional background and your sales background and, um, you know, maybe you should do that as a career. And I thought that sounds wonderful. So, um, I got my license and worked under somebody for two years 
And at that time in Colorado, you were able to then take your managing broker's license test and then become a managing broker. It's since changed, <laughs> but that's what I did. So I knew I wanted to just be out on my own. Um, based on the fact that I just have this entrepreneurial spirit, I've had a couple of other businesses in the past, but mostly because I do all of my own marketing and, you know, people do business, you know, like we all know with those who that they know, like, and trust. And I think I have developed a lot of strong relationships in a variety of aspects of my life. And so for me, I didn't want to share that with a big boxed company to have their mm -hmm. logo. We're so much more than our logo. You know, we're our, our brand and our brand is really the um, perception or the experience that you get from working with somebody. Exactly. Oh my God. It is the essence of who you are. Yeah. I talk about this at my company all the time. Um, um, it, it, you know, I work for an independent boutique bro brokerage and we are all about the agent and our signs actually are just huge. You know, the agent's name is huge, huge front and center because mm -hmm. I say it's like getting your hair cut, you know, like you'll follow your hairstylist wherever they go. It doesn't matter where they work if you right. love them. Mm -hmm. It's the same with your, your real estate agent. Absolutely. I, I could not agree more. It is such a personal and emotional um, experience for somebody that if you've had a good experience, you will then become you know, loyal to that person. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I know I, I, there's two things you said that I think are really important. And I know one of them is around your marketing. And I know Betty wants to dig, dig deep in that. Mm -hmm. But I also want to talk about... Um, you know, before you got into real estate, you said you had developed these really strong, loyal relationships with people in your past sort of career, your past life. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that was before you were really marketing yourself. So what what's the secret sauce for you to building relationships to get people to that place where they know, like, and trust you? Um, I think, you know... <laughs> Knowing someone is, there's so many different factors. And, you know, I, I apply my know, like, and trust factor differently towards social media. Um, but then I think in just my personal life, when I meet people and develop relationships, it's really being authentic. Um, you know, I am very much what you see is what you get, um, regardless of what you even see on online. <laughs> With my professional photos, I still might show up and be casual wearing jeans and wedges and sunglasses in my hair. Um, but it's the trust factor. And that's, I think, how I have developed so many wonderful long-term professional relationships and friendships is being dependable and reliable and doing what you say you're going to do and being there for people. So, you know, trust is earned. <laughs> it takes It takes a while, especially when you meet somebody new. Um, but if you do those things and you show up consistently, then I think it just naturally uh, comes into play. Oh my God. I couldn't I agree more. Me too. I'm totally writing that down. If you show yes. up insistently. Those words are golden. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, it's being dependable. I, could, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. So when you say in your mission statement, um, that your client comes first. 
what does that mean? Talk, talk about that. Like bring that to life for us. <laughs> well, I, I go all in. So, you know, really whenever I'm working with either a buyer or a seller, um, I am there 115%. So, um, you know, I talk about also bringing a five-star client experience and for me, what that means is we sit down and we and we talk and I'm not a fit for everybody. So um, and I'm OK with that. You know, we don't have to be friends also. You know, sometimes I'm referred to folks and um, I know one person had once asked, you know, come on in and, and have a glass of wine. I've been drinking all day. Well, that's not comfortable for me because you're hiring me as a professional Mm -hmm. or I'm your friend or, or not. <laughs> so I'm okay with having that kind of relationship afterward, um, but certainly not at a first meeting. Um, but to go back to that, you know, we, I always do a, a presentation. So whether it's on Zoom or we're having coffee, I always have a, a PowerPoint presentation on the home or home buying or selling experience. And then we talk about their communication method. So that's, I think, where I bring in this five-star client experience because I want to know what their expectations are of me and make sure that I can meet those because then they feel that I've heard them, mm -hmm. that I am their advocate, and that we kind of have that alliance together as we're going through a real estate transaction. So if somebody wants me to send them an email every Thursday at five o'clock with a status update, then that's what I do. Um, if they want to talk on the phone, then we do that. So it's really finding out what they want and what's important um, to my clients. And, yeah. you know, for my sellers, I'm, you know, we're full service brokerage. If they need me to come in and help them box things up to help them declutter, I'll do that. Um, if they need me to find a professional organizer or whatever they need, I'm there. I've absolutely been at people's houses, helping them pack, uh, cleaning, um, <laughs> I also provide all the services too, but I'll jump in. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I think I think that's so important in today's in today's world. I mean, you really that is the way to stand out. I mean, you have to get in there, roll up your sleeves, get dirty. Um, I think that's the only way that a client really feels like you've got their back. Mm -hmm. I agree. And, you know, and I, I feel like the landscape of real estate is going to change. You know, I think we have three to five years before we see some different, different changes in the industry, just based on what's going on. But I think that, you know, when there's a great market all across the country, technology companies can come in and say, oh, you know, we can just uh, automate this, the process. Yes. But at the end of the day, it's still a human experience. And I just don't think you can do that. And, you know, I've been divorced twice. So I know what that's like. Um, when I work with some of my, you know, female clients, I, I can be very empathetic to their situation. You know, if they're having to sell their home and downsize for whatever reason, or, you know, going through a divorce, I've been there and it's emotional. And so we can sit in the mess together and <sighs> be that bright light to help guide them through the process to get to the other side. And I'm really, Oh proud my God, can, you need to say that again. You're sitting in the mess <laughs> together. Say Keep that talking. again. <laughs> it's really sitting in the mess with them and to be the bright light to guide them through that process so that we get to the other side. And that oh is how you God. gain their trust. <laughs> oh my God. 
That is how you do it. Oh, that's it. That is it. All right, that's a wrap. (laughs) We're we're done. We're done. You guys watch nailed. You guys ever watch nailed it? You're done. Yes, I love that. (laughs) Oh my god, that's awesome. That is awesome. Oh my god, Betty, do you want to get into the marketing because Leslie is phenomenal. She sure is. She sure is. So, Leslie, yes, you touched a little bit about your online presence and about how you are who you are, which I absolutely love. Um, You do share a good mix of business and personal on social media. You share buyer and seller tips, market and community information, new listings, family photos, solo photos, just Mm -hmm. showing off your unique personality, which I love. To me, it's very playful and light and fun. Um, Tell us a little bit more about that. How how do you feel? I I know that you, you are who you are, but tell us how you come up with that mix of business and personal. What inspires you to share what you share on social media besides the fact that you just want everybody to know who you are? I mean, it's it's such a good mix. Do you have a plan that you put into place? Um, how, How does it work for you? Oh, Betty, I wish I had a plan. I wish I could say <laughs> everything organized on Planoly and it goes out at certain times of the day and it's consistent, but that is, that's not the case. And again, that's not who I am. So mm-hmm. um, I try to capture um, different moments throughout my day when I can think of it, something that's either, you know, fun, real estate related or personal. And so I do have that information on my phone. Um, you know, but I, I also want to say for anybody who was struggling, I think with social media to really pick the platforms that work for you. Don't try to take on all of them and be everywhere because that's impossible, especially when you're a busy full-time real estate agent. So for me, I have three platforms and they're Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And I just sit there. Um, Facebook for me has always been my um, personal outlet. Um, you know, probably 80% of my connections there are friends, you know, whom I've met over the years. Right. And I certainly don't want to inundate those people with real estate stuff. Um, I hate for them to stop liking me because all I do is push real estate. However, you know, when you look at the no like, and trust factor, um, they still need to kind of know what I do and that I exist out there on a professional level. And so I just need little tidbits of real estate that way. I think everyone loves to look at houses. So if I either have a cool listing or I'm out uh, showing a buyer, then I'll post there things that I think are kind of fun and relevant. And I do use the stories feature on Facebook of my real estate part, right? So you can Choose to follow that if you like, um, but you're not seeing it all the time. So is this your personal Facebook account that we're talking about, your personal profile? Yes. And do you have a business um, page also? I do have a business page. I um, post there on occasion. I try to highlight some of my real estate agents on that page. I think that 
organic reach for that has changed, you know, with the algorithm. So yes. it's there. Um, but again, it goes back to what we started with. It's, it's, you know, even with my agents, I don't make them use a Lark Realty email account. You need to be you and develop yourself and then be in front of your own sphere, however you choose to show up and provide. Right. So, um, I feel like, um, understanding that your business page is for Lark Realty, not just for you. That's correct. It's for your office. Okay. Got it. It is. It's just for Lark Realty. Um, and I see you a lot on Instagram. That's well, your that's your gig, I think. I love watching <laughs> you on Instagram. I, oh my God. You know what? I love Instagram. I um it took me a while to kind of get used to it. And I have to say, you know, two years ago or so when I first started, I was obsessed with the beautiful grid. And I kind of still am. <laughs> I like some of those. But that's not what I'm presenting. I've decided to really on Instagram, stay in my own lane and not look at what other people are doing or other realtors. Um, you know, at one time it was fashionable to buy followers. I've never done that. So I think the people who I have on there are authentic followers who I engage with. Mm -hmm. Um, They either engage on my feed or I engage on theirs. Um, but I love, the pretty pictures. So that's why I do, mm-hmm. you know, those professional photo shoots because those are super fun. Um, but I do a lot of stories because that is where I can come across with my personality on video. Um, and then also I'm trying to really jump into reels because I mm-hmm. think super fun. And that's where my playful side of my personality can come out and hopefully people can get to know and like me a little bit more there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leslie, like. you did, a, I don't know if it was a real, but you did something fairly recently where you had like, uh, it was a real because you had photos of yourself with the little um, captions in the photo of things about you. Like, I think you don't like raisins and. Oh, great. Right. Um, Thank you. you know, yeah. Things like brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> yes. yes. So I did see that from someone else that I follow on social media. So I do follow a couple of Instagram experts, but then I, I feel like there's a lot of Instagram experts that are catering to those who have small businesses um, or in the beauty industry or um, coaches and things like that. So I just try to take things that maybe inspire me where I can tweak them to be real estate related. So there was the one reel that I did, for example, it was the lip syncing one about, you know, there'll never be enough. And I'd love- Oh my God, that was hysterical. I loved that accent. I couldn't get it out of my head. And so I looked around in my office and said, what do I have? What do I have? And I had a gajillion tennis balls with my Lark logo on them. Um, I sponsored uh, a fundraiser that we did here um, for the Denver Dumb Friends League. And it's a it's a fundraiser for the uh uh, what is it called? <laughs> the dog adoption place, the Denver Dumb yeah. Friends League. So I bought so many tennis balls. So I decided just to tweak that because I thought it was really funny. But um, Instagram, I, I don't know everybody on Instagram. So that is really where I try to have that balance of professional and business and mm-hmm. fun um, so that they can get to know me. And, you know, from Facebook, just trickling out this real estate um, tidbits here and there. I got one, a direct message last night from someone who I used to work with 
and she has a friend whose son is moving to Denver. And so oh, I love that. Awesome. And said, Hey, do you mind if I give your contact information? So she already knows me. We worked together many, many years ago, but we still follow each other on Facebook and yeah. staying relevant and in front of those connections is really important. And that was an example. Yes. And one thing I really want to say is that people might not uh, react or comment, but they're watching. They're watching all the time. And a really good yes. friend of mine was from here, who I haven't spoken to in probably three years, reached out last week and said, hey, we're really interested in buying an investment property. Can you help us? Oh, that's great. So I, I'm just always blown away by that. And then on Instagram... I follow other realtors out of state. And so I have absolutely mm -hmm. had referrals from that. They've gotten to kind of get to know and like me from my Instagram feed and how we engage with one another. And then they feel comfortable enough to send me a referral. So let me interject for just one moment because you said engagement a few times. Tell us how you engage with other real estate agents and with people in your community and your friends, your clients, how, how do you engage and what a great question. does that do for your business? Well, again, I really think it has to go back to being authentic. You can't just drop an emoji and, <laughs> and hope somebody responds to that. That's not authentic engagement to me. So on Facebook, again, it's, it's, um, it is still my personal connections. And so I, when I scroll through there, I very much care about what's happening in my friends' lives. And I also, you know, if I can be a help or a resource to them in some way on Facebook, then, then that's what I do. So that's, um, but I try to comment and, and read my Facebook probably two or three times a day. Sometimes it doesn't work out that way. Um, it might be at the end of the, the day when I'm in bed and I just decide to go through and see what's happening in people's worlds. So that's that's on Facebook. Um, on Instagram, I tend to follow other realtors from groups that I'm part of. Um, or, you know, we all love Katie Lance. And so I, if, if somebody's following Katie or they're part of the Academy, um, and certainly our mastermind group where I met you guys, mm -hmm. quality people that I want to be around and who I feel comfortable yeah. referring. And so I'll follow them and engage with their content. And say something specific. You know, if they have a carousel post with four or five pictures, I'll look through all of them and read the caption and try, and I just comment where it feels like it resonates with me so that yeah. my response to them again, like I said, is authentic. I but love it takes it. Love that. So I do, you know, Instagram also, um, I try to get on there two or three times a day and spend, you know, 10 to 20 minutes flipping through the feed or my stories so that I can interact with people. You know, I tell people that often, um, people that look at what I do with social media and, you know, I, I've heard other agents say, oh, I can't do that. I don't have time. Listen, if you don't have time to do what I do, engage with people. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. can be your content. And you're mm -hmm. not engaging. You're not forcing yourself to engage. You're engaging on th things that truly talk to you yes, instead yes. of leaving an emoji or just happy birthday or, yeah. you know, make it a full sentence, put their name yeah. in the comment, put their kid's name in the comment. Yes. Yes. Be interested. That's yes. so Be interested, not interesting. Right. Yes. 
Right. Yeah. And I think, and, and speaking to people on that level, I mean, some people who I haven't met yet, um, but when you make that connection with their name, it just takes it to a different level. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I've actually yes. become friends. I was friends with a, um, a realtor in Gig Harbor and we just, we clicked on Instagram. We started talking on the phone and then we went two years ago to social media marketing world in San Diego and got adjoining rooms. So friendships yeah. can develop. <laughs> they absolutely, absolutely can. I mean, look at the three of us, look at, mm -hmm. look at us with Katie. I mean, it, it absolutely can happen. And I get right. sad when I can't just call you guys up and grab a glass of wine or lunch, you know, cause you're so, so far away. That would be so amazing if we Wouldn't could do that. that. So Leslie, as we get ready to sort of wrap this up, I'm, I'm kind of going back, you know, to what you said in the beginning, which is your brand is your essence. So at the end of the day, to build the no like trust factor, to be successful, whether you're in your life or your business, it's ultimately about being authentic. I mean, that's really sort of the thread that you've taken us through today. Yeah. Um, you know, trust is earned. I heard you say, show up consistently, um, you know, be all in, you know, create that human experience because at the end of the day, that's, that's what it is for people. They're trading their largest asset. Um, and then from a marketing perspective, I heard you say, pick the platforms that work for you, be your authentic self online. Um, I guess one of the last questions, if, unless Betty has another question is, what advice would you give to someone who's just starting out in this business? The advice I give is that yeah, kind of what you've also said, it's be authentic, it's the human experience, and it's looking at what you are most comfortable with. Um, if you're comfortable cold calling, you know, and finding leads or something, then go for it. Um, but I really feel like real estate is such a human experience that working within your sphere of people who already know you, um, that's where things need to really be nurtured. And you can cultivate those relationships, um, but staying and staying present. And so if that's continuing to, um, you know, be part of the neighborhood community or with your children's activities, um, continue to do that. And then not to force real estate or what you do in all of your conversations. I mean, it's, it's fine, I think, to come up from, from time to time, but people don't they want to have things happen organically, I guess, as opposed to just kind of being forced into hearing what you do and, and what you're like. Yes. Um, Make it about I them. Not now with somebody. Um, I just really to, you're not going to use it, right? It's kind of like a CRM. Everyone's like, what's the best CRM? What's the best, you know, customer relationship management? One that you use. One that you use. Now, what makes sense to you? And what works for you? And how do you best show up to be your best self to serve those around you? Oh my God, you there's another what? one. I... Oh, yeah. How do you best one. show up to be your best self to serve those around you? Love it. Mm -hmm. Leslie, you but... talked about volunteering and being present in your community and not so much talking about real estate. Um, isn't it true that if you're very 
active on social media, being your true self, not just posting about real estate, but when you're your true self, you do, you know, talk about what you do in a, in a fun way mixed in with some personal. So those people that you talk to outside of social media know you and they know what you do already. So you don't have to be sticking your business card in everyone's face and constantly bringing it up. I find that when people know you, like you, and trust you, they always ask you about real estate. You don't need to do it. Mm -hmm. No, that's a great <laughs> You don't point need today. to do it. Just by yeah. being yourself, you know, the conversations will come up naturally. So when you go out and you're in these situations where you're with a lot of people or you're in your community, you don't really have to talk about it. Just do what you're there to do and do what you do, you know, best by, by being yourself. I absolutely agree. And then I, all of that, be yourself. And then I, I think um, when people start a real estate career, they're a little apprehensive because you don't know what you don't know yet. But in real estate, you'll never know everything because every single transaction is different and you're dealing True. with humans and they're mm -hmm. different. So you will, <laughs> it takes a while to feel somewhat comfortable. Um, but I think, you know, if you have, I, I want to give a tangible piece of advice. If you're starting out in real estate, you know, one thing to do is to uh, be part of your board and get your monthly statistics. And so at least with us, and I assume it's consistent across, you know, states, there's always a summary and there's a summary of different markets, you know, the luxury market or the, the mid-level market or whatever. So take maybe three of those stats or um, observations and feel comfortable with them so that when somebody asks you, what's the real estate market like, you don't just say, oh, it's crazy. Well, it's so much more impactful to say, well, you know, if you're a seller, it's like this, you know, homes are selling for 110% over asking. If you're a buyer, it's really challenging and you need to be able to know how to get your offer accepted. Or, you know, we've had this many homes come on the market as opposed to 2020, we only had this many. So if mm -hmm. you can just take a couple of tidbits, um, you'll start to feel comfortable in your real estate conversations as well. Exactly. Know your market area too. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Leslie, how can people find you? Well, they can follow me on Instagram at Leslie Loves Denver. Um, or we can always chat on the phone too, the old fashioned way. <laughs> <laughs> and one thing I want to say about that too, um, is when somebody refers me to a client, um, I don't necessarily just call them or send them a text message, but I'll send them a quick introductory video. And that has gone over so well because they know that this person, Leslie McRossi, is going to reach out to them. But when I reach out on video, they can actually put a face to a name against mm -hmm. yeah. the of my personality. And exactly. that I think is really impactful. That's so such smart. a great tip. Great Thank tip. You. And then, you know, um, Leslie at LarkRealty.com. So um, I just so want to say I highly encourage everyone that's listening to follow Leslie on Instagram. I love your page. It's oh, fantastic. It's Me a too. perfect mix of everything that we've spoken about. So yes. yeah, go follow her. It's a great balance. <laughs> so it's a great balance. I still obsess yeah. over having the pretty grid with, 
you know, all of these flowing colors. But at the end of the day, <laughs> it's just me. And I post when I feel like something is relevant. And hopefully people can connect with that. And that's oh, how I, I love do it. it. Absolutely. <laughs> Leslie, thank you so much for being with us today. This has been such an honor to be with you and to actually get to speak to you a little bit about all the wonderful things you're doing. And um, I, you know, I also know that you were amazingly, um, you did an amazing job pivoting when COVID started last year. I watched you and you just were, you, you, you went right to the digital focus and virtual open houses and whatnot. And I'm sure, you know, you were a pioneer in your community in that respect too. So thank you for your time. Um, it's been awesome having you here and we will have your website, your Insta handle and all of your social media in our show notes too. So, um, so people can definitely follow you. And, um, I think that's a wrap. I think think that's a wrap. Yeah. Thank you, Leslie, so much for joining us. Thank you for taking the time. It's been wonderful. I cannot wait for everyone to hear this. It's been so insightful. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. I really have a wonderful example, Christine. I didn't know that you saw that, but yes. (laughs) Yes. I did that right away. So thank you for Mm -hmm. that. Absolutely. Have a great day, guys. Have a great day. Bye, everyone. Take care. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you like our podcast, we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave a review. And if you're interested in being a guest on our show, please reach out to us on social media for consideration. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. We look forward to seeing you next time.